I seriously need a speed bump between my brain and my mouth. Hello and welcome to episode 286 of Under the Cowl of MS, a normal Tuesday episode. Little comics, a little bit of MS, a little bit of whatever. That was a little Deadpool quote for the Merc with the mouth. Now we're going to start out today with Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries number 7 of 12 by DC Comics, of course. This one we get Daphne's butler and Bruce Wayne's butler shooting the shit with Daphne, talking about some stuff. And you got Scooby and Ace talking off to the side. Ace trying to keep his identity from Scooby, which just cracks me up because Scooby should know by now. I could have swore one of the earlier episodes they did kind of figure it out, but I could be wrong. That happens once in a great while. But they're chatting away and all of a sudden Daphne's butler sees a creature out in the yard and they call Batman and they decide that they're going to start sleuthing around and figure out themselves and Alfred happens to have his own little sleuthing book that he's been reading recently so they feel they can be detectives because Batman and Robin and the rest of the Scooby gang can't get back to him quite quite yet because they're taking care of a caper of their own with a giant-sized cat on top of a tower. And so they just work away on their own separate cases. And Batman's dog's trying not to give away his identity because... It just so happens that Scooby and Ace go missing. And while the butlers and Daphne are talking and they find some clues and they can't find the dogs. And we see that the dogs are in a warehouse, dog napped, along with some other dogs. And... All kinds of little hilarious little things, goofy little things happen throughout the house while they're trying to figure out what happened to the dogs. And at the same time, the rest of the crew is going, getting at, trying to catch this giant cat and take it down. It kind of cracks me up because it's a whole like uh, King Kong scene going on here with the little, little mini bat copters and the giant cat on top of a tower. But two things surprise me about this. I know it's a cartoon. It's a comic. They can do whatever they want. But the cat, the way it ends up being found out what it is, it amazes me how detailed-wise they can get it on the tower. And 
these little bat copters are like something that you sit on and push with your feet. I don't see anywhere that a motor could be. And you can't tell me that the motor is so small it's inside the machine because you'd have to have a halfway decent sized motor to make a propeller lift you off the ground, especially two people because these are two seaters. But yeah, it's, it's cartoon. I know, I know, I know. But damn it, I like to have details done just as well, whether it's a cartoon or not. And just a couple decades ago, people would get real critical about things if you didn't research and get all your details right. But while this is all going on, the Bat Crew happens to come across Catwoman trying to steal some jewels. And then... Um, Well, I don't want to give all of it away, but the other crew does some sleuthing to come across the warehouse full of dogs. And then we get also another cat character in here that looks very similar to one that I just talked about recently. So but this is as fun as usual. Check out Batman Scooby-Doo Mystery. See what happens with the big dog napping case and the giant cat. See if they survive. Survive the cat demise. But yeah, lots of fun. All right. And then we got some Deadpool comics. Just a few random ones. I'm just, I got to get through my piles. So I'm just going to start reading stuff willy-nilly and get through it. I, that way I can at least get them cat, cataloged and stop buying duplicates and triplicates. But what the hell, all else fails. Maybe I'll open a comic book store again someday. In a bookstore for the wife, and then I'll be able to sell all the stuff then. But we get this new, unique little character giving us the synopsis in the beginning of this one. And this is issue 19. And it's Hi There, Poolers, Warda Wilson here. The dastardly, de dastardly Deadpool. That's right. I'm Deadpool. The one and only Deadpool. Not my pathetic excuse for a father, Wade Wilson. He hasn't been Deadpool for years. And certainly not my stupid half-sister Ellie Preston. She might be dressing up and trying to steal the name, but it's mine. You hear me? Uh, she's got attitude going. She's like the evil child. <laughs> and Ellie is the better child, but both of them hate the shit out of Wade because he was a very bad father. Not there for him to take care of things and all that stuff, but we got Warda trying to find her mother, Queen Shikla, and Emily's trying to stop her from whatever she's trying to do because along the way she basically set up a trap to kill a bunch of people in a in an arena type setting. 
and the two sisters basically go back and forth, getting on each other's nerves, fighting on and off, and a bunch of things happen between them. At the same time, Deadpool's got a crew going out looking for Shikula's coffin so they can try and settle this without harming a bunch of people at this like concert venue type event or whatever it is going on. But Shikla's somewhere in a glass casket or and they just he Deadpool's buried so many people over the years he can't remember where he really buried Shikla, but he's setting things up to try and get his daughter to understand more that he's got the coffin, they're going to get it, and so she's waiting, so they're trying to find some things to do to spoil her plans while she's waiting for the coffin, so hopefully they can fix things before hand so they don't release hell on earth and all that and then i then we go over to 23 so it's a big jump but not really not in the storyline that much you pretty much still see same issues going on here and them dealing with all that and there's some stuff with madcap going on and apparently madcap at one time was part of Deadpool, which I'm looking forward to seeing this little uh, Total Recall style alien in the belly type creature. See if they play that out with Deadpool like they do with another character. But as this is all going, Preston and Deadpool are working together and they're dealing with some shade uh, shield members and along the way and Deadpool's frantically trying to get things figured out still and someone basically appears and sets Deadpool up with some things like it's hard not to spoil a lot of stuff in these stories which I know these are Older, I, I could just spoil away if I wanted to, but I don't really want to. Because it's enjoyable to read them for your first time. At least get some things that you haven't heard about before, hopefully. Now we jump over to number 25. I'm going to start out with a little synopsis here. Warda. All right, let's get this shocking story started. You all know me, Warda Wilson, the Deadpool of the year, 2099, daughter of the original Deadpool and his demonic wife, Shikla. I'm pissed at my pops because the decrepit old bag won't let me, won't tell me what happened to my mother. I'll, I've given him an ultimatum. Bring Shikla to me or I unleash one of her eldritch horrors on Madison Star Garden. Meanwhile, Batty Dearest has teamed up with his digitally backed up pal, Emily Preston, 
and rediscovered my half-sister Ellie, who is trying to claim the Deadpool name for herself, as if. And, and even the three of them are no match for me, which is why they went and talked to some other ancient dude calls, calls himself Daniel Rand, the immortal Iron Fist, ready to watch me beat the shock out of them all. So yeah, basically all that's going on. And it's I love the artwork for this one. It's like uh it's got that spawn look with the big legs and the skinny bodies, and it's hilarious watching Iron Fist and Deadpool together all old and <laughs> decrepit. But this one turns into a huge fight scene. Tons of action going on in this issue. It's a nice thick one, too. A giant monster gets unleashed. All kinds of hell breaks loose. Someone dies. And they're just... There's just tons of stuff that happens in this to pretty much catch up on the whole storyline that was going that we were just talking about in the earlier issues and i don't know if this is this brings this this problem to a hand and finishes it off or not or if it goes on beyond beyond issue 25 but yeah that was that was a lot of fun and i want to get the rest of them read that whole 25 issues and beyond of course and the last one I'm going to talk about is Spider-Man Deadpool number 8. Not sure how far this run went, but it's a lot of fun seeing these two teaming up all the time. Let's see. Last time, three issues ago, Deadpool killed Spider-Man. Oh, I got to take a drink of water for the masses there. Getting a little dry mouth. Deadpool killed Spider-Man. Well, he killed Peter Parker, not realizing that his victim was his newest, bestest buddy's secret identity. Thinking Parker evil, Deadpool was shocked not to find him in the underworld, suffering eternal torment. Yes, he checked. After a few do-overs, Wade found Petey's eternal soul in purgatory. Realizing that the client that put a hit on Parker had lied to him about Peter being an evil, evil bad guy, Deadpool called in a favor from his ex-girlfriend, Death herself, and brought him back from the dead. Now he's out to get revenge on the client who led him astray. Unfortunately, Peter himself didn't have a great time being killed either. An encounter with Mephisto post-death has left him feeling as though something is missing from his life. On top of that, whoever put the hit on him pretended to be him at his work while he was dead. What's up with that? Isn't it romantic? (laughs) So yeah, Deadpool killed Spidey, and then brought him back to life, then kills him again, and brings him back to life. 
All kinds of fun things going on there. This starts out this first page. I just love at the top of this first page. You got this Deadpool character in this jump kick motion with this little mini mini female uh, Wolverine character <laughs> jumping alongside him with her claws out. And I'm guessing it's X-23 because she's got two claws. But then you see it's just Deadpool and his daughter playing with action figures, and that's what they're seeing in their minds as they're playing, of course. <laughs> it's just fun seeing that. That picture, that would be a cool team-up. I'd like to see that. But, yeah, you see Spidey trying to figure out some things. We got him working alongside some other characters and we find Deadpool kind of scoping out a warehouse, keeping an eye on things, trying to find out what's going on in there and Spidey just happens to pop in and he's like Asking Deadpool if he's sure that the thing that they're looking for is going on. And Deadpool's like, he's been watching. He's going in to take care of it. And we find out that there is this character in there with a bunch of demons around him. But these demons are uh, his little death metal playset. Uh basically regular people that he turns into demons alongside to work alongside him and do his bidding and can mind control and stuff like that. So so basically Spidey and Daredevil have to deal with this entity and Try not to hurt the people that are now creatures because they're innocents. And you get to see them fight through this while they deal with their little hilarities and uh, certain weaponry goes off that should kill them. You just have to see what they do to fix it. But this Spider-Man Deadpool run, I read a couple other previously that I talked about at least one that I remember and it was a lot of hilarity and so yeah I'd like that's another run I'd like to get completely together so I can read it all at once and enjoy it the right way or just get a trade paperback version of it but other than that it's see what we have for some other entertainment here we got a few video games that we got to see some new uh, previews for there was lies of p uh, alpha version i get i'm take it it's a post-apocalyptical Really creepy looking atmosphere. You fight, you destroy, you use powers to survive. Uh, 
just that whole Resident Evil Silent Hill type feel to it. I gave it a four out of five from what I've seen. There, there's a Halo TV series coming to Paramount Plus. Another stream, the streaming thing I don't have and don't really want to get, but they keep bringing out stuff that I want to see on these different ones. So you got to bounce in between the different streaming platforms and catch up on the different things here every now and then. Then 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 they had multiverses. Uh, it's a platform fighter, increasing collaboration of characters. Uh, teamwork, co-op, Batman to Bugs Bunny as far as characters, just tons of different characters, Tom and Jerry, Scooby-Doo, etc. Crossplay and cross-progression, guilds, leaderboards, new characters, modes, skins, all kinds of stuff added will be added regularly. Basically like the Mario Fighter, can't think of it right now, but I give it a three out of five. You're just basically copying a different thing and just using all these different characters from them, and it's basically the same stuff, repeated wise. Here's the Resident Evil. Welcome the Raccoon City coming movie coming out. I'm looking forward to a whole restart on Resident Evil. There's a Pam and Tommy movie coming to Hulu in February. Pamela Anderson. Tommy from Motley Crue, Tommy Lee. Uh, it's got two guys with VHS tape. They find it's Nick Offerman and Seth Rogen. And they're just realizing what they have their hands on, and it's just it's it's hilarious looking. So I want to check that out. Uh, there's also a mystery thriller called Shattered. It's like a amped up uh, misery. Misery type looking very a few of the things they show in the previews are definitely co- copied from the movie Misery. Uh, Montana comes up in it, so I don't know if it's based in Montana or not. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I wouldn't mind checking that out when it comes out. Uh, they had a Lego Star Wars Castaways. It was a super quick trailer, but and Lego Star Wars, always the same usual fun. I gave it a 4 out of 5. I'd play it. Uh, we got another movie that we've seen a preview for was Prisoners of the Ghost Land. It's got Nicolas Cage. It's kind of an Asian version of like things like Escape from New York, Mad Max, Death Race, 2000, stuff like that. A lot of those type of things it reminded me of. Just in an Asian form. Definitely going to check that one out. And then there was a Nightmare Alley with uh, Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, early 20th century mystery with lots of twists and turns. Eh, didn't look too great. But we'll see after we get some more previews from it. Then we checked out Disney Jungle Cruise with The Rock. That was a lot of fun. It was better than I thought it was going to be. And I like how they used a lot of the Disney true lines that the people in Disney World and Disneyland and stuff use when you're on the ride. And The Rock 
parodies them on the, during the movie, so that was that was fun. But I liked the way they did the twists and turns on that. And then we went to the movie theater again, finally, and we went and seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. This was a great homage tribute to Harold Ramis. I thought it was wonderful how they did it. It wasn't done overly annoying with a bunch of attitude aggressive people coming down on him for the whole ghost busting thing and all that stuff. It was, it was just a fun city full of ghost type thing going on and them dealing with the stuff with some new characters bringing up a new line of Ghostbusters for us in the future, which I have no problem with them going on with this if they want to do a couple more. I really enjoyed it. It was definitely worth going and checking out. And it's a little sad news that we uh, heard, I believe it was yesterday, yesterday or the day before, but I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. Peter Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd's brother, died at 66 years of age. So, not straight related to Ghostbusters, but I just figured since Dan Aykroyd's brother, I figured I'd give that a mention. He did lots of good, great movie work in his career also. Sadly, he Passed away at a early, relatively early age, 66. And then we got, I'm looking at some things I wrote down. Uh, Brian Helgeland to write Buck Rogers TV adaptation. He wrote and directed Jackie Robinson's biopic starring the late Chadwick Boseman. And he did L.A. Confidential. Two things that I wouldn't relate at all to Buck Rogers. So hopefully he does some good with it. Transformers producer Don Murphy and Real Steel producer Susan Mentford will produce along with Flint Dill, the grandson of the original Buck Rogers creator. So that's cool. We got a good collaboration going there. George Clooney is also executive producing along with Grant Heslov. It's being fast-tracked, which sucks, because that can always make make it done too quick and not as well, so hopefully they get it done right. But the project is based on the Armageddon 2149 uh, 80 novella by Philip Francis Nolan that introduced the Buck Rogers character in 1928. The story centers on a coal mine inspector who awakens from suspended animation after 500 years to find himself in the middle of a planetary war. So that's a whole different startup because I believe in the original Buck Rogers series, Buck, uh, was some type of space pilot, uh, astronaut type thing, I believe, back then. That's why they find him frozen in a spaceship. 
But yeah, I'll check. I'll definitely check it out. I I love Buck Rogers. So. Uh, Zoom Zoom Inks de- made a deal with ABB to deploy two thousand plastic producing robots. <coughs> Excuse me again. Uh, they use plant based alternatives to plastic. It start. They started with pizza making robots. Uh, estimated by 2050, the world's oceans will have more plastic than fish. So they're going to deploy an army of robots as the solution. No financial details have been re- released yet. So let's see what happens with that. The Conan Shaman, or get the guy that ran the Capitol and attacked the Capitol building, the one with the big old buffalo hoodie head, head thing on. Got 41 months in prison for being a rioter that caused a bunch of stuff, had the red, white, blue painted face. But a man who sexually assaulted four girls inside a parents in Lewiston, uh, I don't know, Lewiston, whatever. He gets probation, but this other guy gets 41 months in prison. I don't understand. But I will be back with health stuff right after this. All right, let's check out some MS stuff. Now, there's some, something coming out. Well, that's out, but they're still not making it feasible financially yet, but and I, my fat ass wouldn't fit in it anyways yet. I'd have to lose a bunch of weight before I could use them. One of these, but they got some high-tech walking help for the ultimate assisted devices. They have an exercise rehabilitation with help from a robotic exoskeleton that might benefit people with multiple sclerosis, which I'm sure I can see them putting it in the physical therapy centers and stuff like that but as far as i want one just for everyday life for <laughs> getting around so i don't have to be in a wheelchair and i can use that instead but the four-week exercise and rehabilitation program using a wearable robotic exoskeleton resulted in in resulted in improved information processing speed improved brain connectivity and improved walking ability. It's so much less strain on your joints and your just helping you move those legs forward and back. Just they're coming out with some pretty cool things these days. Uh, still got a long ways to go. I'd like to see more adaptations for things for uneven trains off-road type walking on grass dirt all that stuff Uh, like winter's right around the corner it's like those little grippers for your shoes and stuff like that they're nice outside but they suck going inside so you gotta take them off when you get inside otherwise you're gonna slip and fall but when you're outside if you don't have them on you're gonna slip and fall uh, things like those, 
they need to come up with a better version, a better way to kind of like swap in between having them on and off. Kind of like cleats in shoes, being able to retract them somehow easily without having to do a bunch of weird things. We could probably upgrade the canes also for winterization. You don't really want big bottom things on your cane and just turn into extra weight and extra issues, but you could almost put like a five-pointed rubber end cap that you could put over the top of your normal cane cap that would be like three times the size of it. And that way when you press down the points stick out or have them permanently out so they they just grip because even with my cane i was in the store the other day and or actually i think it was in the antique store my wife wanted to stop at and i think it might have been in there i was using my cane and i didn't realize that the tip of my cane was all worn down to those to a metal little coin looking thing that they have it inside the rubber material and it just shot out from under me <laughs> luckily i didn't fall down and break something expensive i can't remember if it was there right no actually i i think it was when we were at marshall's when it happened but yeah it's surprising how those things can just shoot out from underneath you when you don't when it gets down to that metal part so be careful and watch your cane tips and make sure you got extras because I had the wife bring home the only type that they had at the pharmacy. And of course it doesn't fit my cane. So I just had to go and buy a brand new cane just for now until I can find the right tips. So you would think they'd be universal for all the canes pretty much have one size. I don't know why you'd need a bunch of different sizes for that. That's just getting stupid, but you got to think about people there medically out there make everything adapt and work together it's we need that we need easy easy access to things in our life we don't need to be running all over the place trying to find a stupid rubber cap for for a cane or something like that a little booty but all right let's talk about traders pets those little pains in our ass that we all tend to love for some reason <laughs> They're cute when they're sleeping. They're annoying when they're awake. <laughs> Cave paintings dating back to the first century show dogs guiding people. Animals have been helping us navigate life, at least since then. The Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, defines service animals as trained to do work or perform tasks for people with disabilities. Emotional support animals also provide therapeutic benefits to people with medically diagnosed disabilities. What's the best pet for someone living with MS? I don't know. You gotta look around, test it out, try it out, think about what you've had in the past. Look at what you can deal with. Remember how much it is to train them, depending on what age they are. 
it's always a great thing to go to your local uh, pet shelter and help an animal that's sitting there wanting love again, that lost love in their life because their dumbass owners decided to get rid of them or they got lost or a thing I still don't understand to this day when there's hurricanes and shit, they're flying tons of pets up north and putting them in our shelters up here. It's like, what happened to their owners? I I cannot, I don't give a shit how many pets I have or what kind of pet it is. I'm not going to leave it in the house and go myself, take my shit, run. Just leave the the animal sitting in the house to deal with the storm. And what the hell are people thinking? It's just, those people shouldn't be allowed to ever have an animal again. That's just so stupid. I don't understand that. I understand if a pet gets lost. But doing that shit, torturing them, overbreeding, overbuying, overhaving too many pets. Why the hell don't we have laws against this shit where people get punished in a rightful manner for these things? I don't understand. This world is so stupid. Stupid on its rules and regulations and how they think and process everything. It just really pisses me off because they can't speak for themselves. And we can speak and we think we're more intelligent and more worthy of being alive than they do. Uh, I don't think so. So look into your pets, figure out what you... Think about what you've had before, if you had anything. Think about what other people had around you, how it was with them, what they had to deal with. Take into consideration you have, you want a dog, you're going to have to walk it, feed it, play with it. Definitely help it burn some energy, but it'll be there. It'll be happy every time you walk through that door. No matter how long you're away, five seconds or five hours, and they'll be happy to see you at all points and times. They'll wreck things. They'll chew things. They'll destroy things. If you don't get them exercised and get them out and about and take care of them correctly. But you can kennel train. If you kennel train from the start, They get used to it. It's wonderful. It works great. You also got to take into consideration size. Uh, Bigger the dog, the more food they're going to need, the less exercise they'll need. (laughs) Well, smaller dogs, too, don't have to get out as much. But some of the bigger dogs need tons of exercise. But... Just go to a shelter, see, you can get older pets, younger pets, mid-age pets, and, but yeah, take that in consideration with dogs. A cat, cat's going to go and knock stuff off of every shelf it can. <laughs> They're little pricks that way. They're going to want certain things in the middle of the night. Uh, our cat wakes us up at 4.30 now, every day. <laughs> Wants his breakfast by 5 o'clock. I now have a routine where I get up if he wants, if he gets up before 5, 
I'll get up. I'll take them upstairs. I'll sit with them for a while. And around five o'clock, I'll feed them. I'll feed him and come down. He could just sit in the window after he eats and stare outside and do whatever. But what does he do? He comes down and wakes the wife up. <laughs> the little prick has to come down and meow until she gets up. Then she'll get up, all tired and crabby, <laughs> go upstairs, do her morning routine, get the coffee started, and sit down and he climbs on her lap and goes to sleep and it's like you little asshole you couldn't just crawl in bed with us and let her sleep for an extra hour <laughs> so he's such a prick and he is named lemmy Kilmeiser, so named after lemmy from motorhead so he was a little shit too <laughs> he fits his name a beta fish doesn't need any other fish lives alone loner they look cool easy to take care of and that's that's uh if you want to go a simple way but you can't really pet them play with them do much with them snakes they're fun those you can play with they like to hang out on you. Those crawl and get comfortable and absorb your heat and just hang with you throughout the day on and off. And, but feeding, and you gotta deal with feeding live animals to live animals and all that stuff and clean up and and they don't eat much, so it's not like you're feeding them regularly. Salamanders, the same type of aspect. Hamsters, they eat their young, so you're going to want to watch that. <laughs> that could be a disappointment to you, if, uh, to you and your kids if you get more than one. <laughs> Cockatiels, birds of all types. Birds are a chore. Birds are a daily cleaning of the cages. Uh, they like attention. You got to talk to them feeding and all that I mean it's like I lived with someone who had birds and we were every morning it's the first thing we did clean all the cages get all that done all the birds would just come out of their cages hang out on us or hang out wherever we had cockatiels cockatoos uh, lovebirds uh, zebra finches are my favorite they're awesome they stay in their cage they will breed regularly if you uh, leave open. We had to have multiple little houses, and they would lay eggs regularly. And a lot of them were unhatchable. But yeah, it's you gotta you gotta research and know about any reptiles or birds and stuff, and know what you're dealing with, what type of birds, and all that. We had the big colorful bird, which I can't remember. Is that the cockatoo? Or... I can't remember what kind of bird that was. The the tropical style big bird. She had one of those. And he was, it was awesome. And I'd get like peanut butter cookies, homemade peanut butter cookies from home. And he just, oh, he, he'd just talk away and get all excited. And he, he, he loved those cookies. 
There's only a treat once in a great while. Other than that, he gets regular nuts and all that stuff. But yeah, you got to add all the different types of food for the different types of birds and all that stuff. So take that into consideration. And there's lots of pets out there. The one I still want, there is an MS program. Forget if it's out of Indiana or wherever. It's central United States. Uh, where you can get a monkey as a helper or one of those uh, spider monkey style. It's a smaller monkey, but uh, you can get one for uh, your helper. And it's like, I want one so bad. It's a two-year-long program for training you to get into it. But, yeah. <laughs> if I get bad enough one day, I'm going to look into it. I wish I could remember the program name and all that. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it back in the earlier episodes of this podcast. So you can always go back there or just research monkey and MS and you might find it. Pets can read you and sense how you're feeling sometimes. A lot of pets can. I've had my dogs. Knew when I was having bad episodes and would... Kind of just hang out by me, lay by me and stuff. We had a little, uh, God, my brain's just gone now. Did my yoga this morning, so I should, (laughs) but I ran around, did all my errands before that, then came home and did my yoga, so I'm all wiped out right now. My brain's just not there. Uh, But uh, uh, what was Arbor? Dwarf rabbit. It's the coolest little black dwarf rabbit. Amazing. I just... We brought this rabbit home. And he was, came from a house where it didn't get out of the cage hardly, hardly at all. So it was just locked in the cage its whole life. Well, we took it in and gave it access to four rooms of the downstairs part of our house. Or five rooms. Because all our doorways were open or I took the doors off. And he could just haul ass all the way around in a circle. He'd just run. He just loved it. And then I had a litter box in the bathroom. And I had it in his litter box in his cage, of course. He was litter box trained right off the bat. I, uh, I He had this thing where he started to have some accidents in corners and stuff but i think it's because he was just being a shithead and marking his territory because friends would bring their dogs around and stuff like that so but he was awesome he'd come up and he'd go to my left big toe and he'd start like nibbling on my left big toe and not soon after i'd have an episode so he knew i was getting ready to have an attack and that was his way of letting me know. So that was pretty cool. Animals are awesome. Pets help reduce stress. Animals are mood lifters. And it's sad because it's like I'm getting a little, little clumped up, a clumped up, just thinking about all my pets that, aren't here no more, but 
that's one thing you gotta look at the lifespan turtles will outlive you so it's best to leave them in the wild birds many of them will outlive you dogs cats rabbits you're looking at a if you're lucky 10 to 15 year cats can go longer 20s 25 depending on type so yeah look at lifespans and stuff like that because it's it's a bummer having to put them down or if something happens to them animals are mood lifters so they definitely like i said you can be crabby as hell you can be yell at the dog leave the house come home and that dog will still be sitting there wagging their tail happy to see you no matter what and pick up help pick your mood up that's why it's awesome when you have companies that allow you to bring your dog to work now i got damn hiccups oh, the podcast is almost over it doesn't they don't recommend recommend pigs in general for people with ms due due to their size but they oh sorry about this this really sucks Hopefully that'll go away. But due to the pig size, but they do have those smaller pigs now that you can get. And pigs are in, are very intelligent, very easy to train. From what I've seen, I haven't had one yet. I I know people that do have them. I'd love to have a pet pig, but I don't have the place or the ability to do that right now. The full growing size of your potential pet is just one crucial factor to consider when thinking about adding an animal to your family. Consider the breed, the energy levels, and typical breed personalities and training requirements. If you get a laboratory retriever, they might want to play with a ball 24-7 and chase and run and chase and run. (laughs) You never know. Uh, then research which might best fit your lifestyle and physical environment. Keep in mind that senior animals may take less energy to care for. Remember that even small animals need care that takes energy. People with MS must plan for future possibilities. Level of physical ability later on. Who will care for the animals if after a relapse you don't come out with the same abilities or you're stuck in a hospital or a home and get pet insurance they can be expensive if you can get a decent insurance get it save you some headaches some time some money and there's just x-rays exams it's like we're humans we can tell doctors what's wrong with us and a good majority of the time the doctors still don't listen to us but animals can't tell us the doctors what's wrong with them so they like to do test after test stick a finger in the butt (laughs) or whatever to try and figure out what's wrong with them so take those things into consideration too 
because it is not cheap. Right away off the bat, you're looking at vaccinations, rabies, uh, Bordetello, all that stuff, nail clippings, hair clippings. Uh, if you can't do it yourself, you got to pay someone else to do it. Uh, bathing them. And they are stinky, dirty little things. Brushing their teeth, stuff like that. But yeah, lots of fun things you got to deal with with them. Let's look at some old fun fact stuff, see if we find anything fun and funny. California has never had a woman governor. So in the state constitution, the governor was referred to as he or him. Recently, Californians voted to change their constitution. Now it no longer uses he or him. Instead, the constitution just says the governor. The governor. Hello, governor. Yosemite means grizzly bear in the Miwok Indian language. So why did the Indians think Californians Yosemite Valley was such a great place? I don't know why they wouldn't. What's wrong with grizzly bears? Okay, so we're not having luck here. Former Beatles John Lennon and Paul McCartney wrote a total of 30 songs together between 1962 and 70. Each song has been a million seller. Oh, yeah, duh. I thought they would have wrote more songs than that. That wasn't fun. That was boring. <laughs> they don't like boring. But, oh, well. Next time, hopefully it'll be better. But, oh, I know. We got enough time. Let's end it. With something that we usually can't ever go wrong with. Let's do a Pickles. Pickles comic. We got Ma on the ground doing some exercising. Looking all buff with her little headband and her workout outfit. TV's going on. Okay, ladies, assume the crawling position on your hands and knees. Now drop your chin to your chest and raise your back. I just did that. Cat cat lift. Cat arch. <laughs> uh, now raise your head and arch your back. Repeat three times. We call this, seat, this exercise the cat. And then you see the cat come from the, into the screen and his thought balloon says, I think I resent that. <laughs> Next round, we got her still going at the exercising. Dogs sleeping in front of TV. Just like me, I did my yoga this morning, and the cat was underneath me, in between my legs, constantly going underneath my stomach and crawling through my legs and arms. The TV's going, and it says, Okay, now let's all get a good stretch by assuming the tree position. We plant our feet firmly together on the floor. And then we raise our arms over our heads like the leafy branches of a tree. And the dog gets up (laughs) while she's doing this and starts sniffing her leg. (laughs) And she yells at him, 
don't even think about it. <laughs> Dogs. Dog was about to pee on her leg. Thought she was a tree. She was doing such a good job. All right. One last set of panels. Kid comes up to grandma. Whole different looking kid here. And this is the early days ones. The grandpa even looks different. Grandma, do you know where grandpa is? I think he took the dog out for some exercise. And you see grandpa running after the dog. Give me that toupee, you poop, 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 dog. <laughs> uh, I got a couple more. What the heck? This is fun. Yeah, grandpa digging a hole in the ground with a bunch of other holes dug around him. Grandma's sitting there scratching her chin, looking at him. Dog's looking all confused, sitting off to the side. Grandpa says, I know that blasted dog buried my toupee around here somewhere, and I'm going to find it if I have to dig up the whole backyard. <laughs> uh, next set of panels. Here's an example of the shithead cat. This works out perfect with the animal stuff. Got a dog sleeping underneath the table, cat sleeping on top of the table, and there's a flower vase right next to the cat, and the cat just swats the vase and bonks the dog right on the head. And the dog's like, what the hell? And then goes back to sleep. And the cat's thought balloon says, no brain, no pain. <laughs> All right, last one. Grandpa Grandma's sitting on the couch. Gramps is reading the paper. Grandma's reading a book. Cat goes zooming right past him and then flies over the top of him, around him, zooming through the house. <laughs> Papers are all over the place. Books are all over the place. Their hair's all over the place. Grandpa says, perhaps the cat's been getting too much caffeine. Well, usually when our cat does the zoomies, and you sit there and say, zoomies. <laughs> He's got the zoomies again. It's usually because he just came out of his litter box and took a big old shit. <laughs> He's about a pound less in weight. <laughs> this goes flying up and down the stairs and through the house. All right, that's it for today. Hope you had fun. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Unless they're pricks to you, then slap them upside the head for me. Kick the shit out of Monster. We'll be back again tomorrow with Wellness Wednesday. And check out Crimson Call Comic Club. Check out Honored Call. I know there's no new episodes of that, but hey, the old episodes are still fun. And we'll get back to you together again soon.